Welcome to Relationships Unraveled. I'm Miranda, and I am here to help you unravel your relationships and live the life you were created for. Together, we are going to learn and grow in how to navigate the many relationships that make up our lives. We're going to do this by having conversations that go below the surface. So let's shock the norm. Let's try something different and start discovering the next step forward as we talk through life together. God created us for relationships, so it's no surprise that we learn best how to navigate them together. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Relationships Unraveled podcast. I'm glad you're here. I'm bringing a topic today that I have talked about with a lot of people, and it seems to be a little bit, I wouldn't say controversial. There just seems to be very differing opinions on it, which makes for a great conversation because, you know, we like that here. We like to get honest about things and kind of rub up on the norms and challenge them a little bit and see what else is out there. So I want to talk today about the idea around respecting people, like showing respect, giving respect, you know, respect your elders, all these types of things that we've, you know, grown up with. And it's just, it's interesting. So I have this thought on it and I have this view on it. And it's what I do with my kids. You know, it's how I parent my kids. And I listen, this is a, I found there's like two camps for this, right? And so I'm here to say every camp is fine. You do what you got to do for your family. But I do want to start this conversation because I think it's something that's really important. So I am one to always want to know why. Like, okay, if this is what we do and this is what we've always done, but why? What's the outcome? I'm all about the outcome, right? I want to know if we do this, then what? What's going to happen? What's it going to look like? So I want to talk about how we're teaching and the expectations we have around respect. I just had a conversation about this at dinner this past weekend, and there were two very differing opinions. One person kind of thought of it the same way that I did, and she was younger. And then the other lady was not old, like in her 50s, but she was definitely older than the girl in her 20s. And so I had the chance to share this with both of them. And they, of course, fell into the two camps. So I would say that camp one would be what we're most familiar with. It's the whole like, you know, you respect your elders no matter what, right? You're respectful no matter what. And that means, you know, saying please, saying thank you. If Uncle Bob wants a hug when you're little and you don't like Uncle Bob, you hug him anyway. And, you know, don't make him upset. He's older than you and you show respect and you say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. Yes, sir. Please. Thank you. Those types of things. And it's this just blanket universal. You will be respectful. Okay. That's one camp. The camp that I lean towards with my kids is, okay, I believe that showing respect with our behavior is super important, right? I believe it's important. I believe that, you know, it is important to have manners and to know how to show respect through external behaviors. But I also hold the thought on like, okay, if we are showing respect through external behaviors, that could be meaningless. Meaning, yes, maybe you've got the most respectful child in the world. They say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. They do it all with grace and beauty. But inside, like in their heart, they have so much contempt for their parents, their family, their friends, whoever it is that they're showing so much respect to. 
So I prefer with my kids to focus more on the internal feelings they have about me as a mother versus how well they show me respect. And so a lot of times, like if you were just observing me with my kids, you would probably think, man, she lets her kids be super disrespectful. From my perspective, I allow a lot of grace for being disrespectful simply because I had rather my kids feel like they can be honest with me, even if it sounds disrespectful, than I would for them to feel like they can't be honest with me, but they're really good at showing me respect. So then it's like, do I even know my kids at all? They know what to do to make me happy. They perform. They show me respect, but do they have respect for me? Because that's not something you can force, right? You can have all the good behavior in the world, but you either respect someone or you don't. And so I'm more concerned about having respect than showing respect. I hope this is making sense. So this is what I want to have a conversation about because a lot of people don't really care if the children feel respected by the adults. It's all about them being respectful to adults. But if it's going to be true respect, I mean, respect begets respect. If you're not giving anyone respect, they're not going to respect you. They're not going to like you. And so my whole thing is, okay, I have these few short years with my kids in my house. And here we go. We are teaching them about respect. Do they look very respectful toward me at times? Absolutely not. Okay, they don't. But I know where they stand on a lot of things. I feel like the time they have in your home is where they learn because we tend to say a lot. And especially these days, there's this big push now for, you know, we want our kids to use their voice to speak up for themselves, to, you know, be confident and stand up for what they believe in and things like that. That's not just going to happen. If they're going to do that well, it's got to be learned. Just like us adults, we might stand up for what we believe in, but based on my lived experiences and social media, we don't even know how to do that well. And so to teach our kids how to do that well, it's got to be learned. And to learn, you have to fail a lot because you're learning. And all those failures are moments to teach, right? So I do want my kids to know how to stand up, how to speak up, how to use their voice. But I want them to always do it with kindness and respect. That is something that I must teach them. And I'm only able to teach them if I've learned that myself. So I have done work around that. Therefore, I'm able to teach my kids about it. But in order to do that, my home has to be the place where they screw it up the most so that they can learn how to do it. So this is where the rub happens, right? Because, you know, one camp's like, absolutely not. They will be respectful in my home. And that's okay. My concern with that is, though, do they even respect you, right? I mean, if you are demanding respect, which you can't even do, so I'll say it this way. If you're demanding respectful behavior, okay, maybe your kids do that, right? They do it well, but when they leave your house, maybe they don't even like you. Maybe they'd have no intentions of visiting you, like Christmas, uh uh-uh, I'm not going back there. Couldn't stand being under that, you know? If that's how your kids feel, what good? Did all of that do? It taught them how to perform. Okay, great. But your relationship is crap, right? And so for me, life's all about quality over quantity. 
So I'd rather have a good quality relationship than just performing for each other really well and it be meaningless or there be contempt underneath the surface. Okay. So this is kind of where I'm at with this. So it really makes a difference in what your parenting looks like. And so I would say it's pretty, well, I live in the South in Texas. So it's pretty countercultural, I will say, for where I live. It's pretty countercultural. But I mean, my kids aren't grown yet, but I believe that it's working. I believe I have an open line of communication with my kids. And I believe that they can tell me what they think and feel. And they know I'm not going to go crazy because, you know, you're disrespectful. Like sometimes truth telling and honest conversations, yeah, they just sound disrespectful. But if my kids don't learn how to have those conversations in my home, What's going to happen in their marriage? Are they going to know how to let their husband know that they're very uncomfortable with something that's happening in their marriage? Or my son let his wife know that there's something he's very uncomfortable with in the marriage. Are they going to? They're not going to know how to do it. But what they've been taught is you perform well and you be respectful and you do it anyway. So what do you do? They're quiet. They don't share their true feelings and they just keep going. But eventually life catches up with you. Like you can only do that for so long until you just break. I mean, you're not going to, you either have so much resentment, it's all going to fly off the, off the rails. So that's what I'm doing. I, you know what? I could be totally missing the mark here, but I really do believe that developing my kids into their own person outside of me and how I feel and what I expect from them, I believe it matters a whole lot because they have their own life to live without me involved in it. They have their own choices to make. They have their own faith to develop. They can't ride my faith coattail into heaven. Like they've got to do everything for themselves. They got to figure this out. But I want to be walking beside them as they do that. And I truly feel like the only way to have access to walking beside them is by allowing them to be honest. I mean, My kids are going to think and believe and do things very differently than me and my husband. And I can either respect who they are or I can resist it and control it and put a lot of pressure on them to show me respect and do what I do because it's the way to do it. And then just totally dislike me and want nothing to do with me when they leave my house. I'm not okay with that. So I'm okay with the countercultural approach of someone observing my family and going, oh my gosh. That lady needs to get a handle on those kids. Maybe. But I feel like I know who my kids are. You know, like I feel like maybe my son's so disrespectful, but if I don't allow him to be disrespectful, I never get the opportunity to teach him and model for him. Hey, you know, the way you said that, I hear you. And I agree. Like I I am that way sometimes, but I think that your approach matters. This is how you could say that next time. And it would sound a lot more respectful. But I also want my kids to know the difference between showing respect and having respect and understand the difference and that when you don't respect someone you still show them respect but that's not to force you to have respect because you can't do that it's just to be respectful but like i said there's differing opinions on this and it just depends on each kid you know it depends on personality i was the type of kid that was very uncomfortable so like the forced hugging thing like you go give her a hug i hated that as a kid. Like I hated that. But I had to give people hugs that I didn't want to hug because it was showing respect, you know. But now that I'm a grown adult, like that did not change me. That did not help me. That did not grow me. I mean, all it did was make me very uncomfortable. And I'm like, I think there's another way 
to show Uncle Bob that you love him besides being forced to hug him because that's what he likes. And I think this is something that we can draw boundaries with and parent the way we want. And if people don't understand because of our cultural, the way our culture has been set up, that is okay. You can even be respectful in saying, I know you value hugs, but she's very uncomfortable. My other child, she loves to hug. She'll hug you every time she sees you. This child is very uncomfortable. So that's just not something I force her to do, but she'd love to have a conversation with you if you want to chit chat with her. You know, that's the way that she expresses herself. So do that. And it just really teaches your kids that you value who they are. You're not trying to make them be someone that they're not. I think that by teaching this in the home, we are going to equip our kids to go into relationships in their own life and know how to manage their honest feelings and honest thoughts. And that when they do feel like they're losing respect for someone, they're able to articulate that and they don't just keep on faking it. But I know that this is a very backwards concept for so many of us because we are taught so much to focus on the external, the the behavior, performance. And so, you know, it seems like, ah, like hard to let your kids fail at showing respect because you're like, oh, they're going to be bad people. No, they're not going to be bad people. Okay. They're not going to be bad people if you're intentionally pouring into their life and you're having these conversations with them to teach them. And so that fear will creep up. I mean, it creeps up on me and I'm constantly trying to hold the tension between, okay, how much learning, (laughs) how much learning through disrespect, you know, balances out showing respect. And where's that middle ground of like, okay, like, yes, I want a good relationship and I want true respect for me, but I also don't want my kids to learn that being disrespectful is okay. So there's this fine line and you know, it's an ongoing conversation, but I feel like so much of parenting is just that. It's just these ongoing conversations that we're having every day that are teaching our kids a lot more than we think. And so this is, you know, a tricky topic. I would love to know what your thoughts are about this and see kind of where you land. Is this something that's that you totally disagree with? Or is this something where you see the importance of both sides? Because I don't know about you, but as a kid, there was a lot of people that I was forced to show respect to that I didn't have a lick of respect for them. Like not even a little. I actually did not like them at all, did not care for them at all, and didn't really have much to do with them after I, you know, graduated and moved away. And that's just not what I want with my kids. I feel like everything I'm doing with my kids today, I'm thinking 10 years ahead. I'm thinking, okay, what does this have to do with 10 years from now? What impact is this making for, you know, our long distance relationship or our relationship once they're married and, you know, I'm not even their go-to person anymore? You know, how does this build for that season? It's kind of the lens I'm always looking through because quality relationships just mean a whole lot to me and I'm not interested in faking it. I'm not interested in false harmonies. I'm interested in the real deal. And with the real deal comes the real conversations and the real feelings and the real thoughts. And it's real hard, but I'm okay with it. I believe it's worth it. So I know this is kind of a a different way of looking at this, but I think it's important to start at least thinking about it, right? At least think about it. And if you don't know where you stand with your kids or anybody in your life, it doesn't have to be parenting. I'm coming at it from that lens because that's the season that I'm in. This could definitely apply to your boss or your coworkers or your extended family, friends, things like that. But I think it's it's a good thing to start thinking about. And yeah, I think it's important. So 
I would love to hear what you think. You might think I'm crazy. That's okay too. But I do think that looking at things from different perspectives is critical to our growth and keeping a learning mindset in life, being a lifelong learner, considering another perspective that you're almost certain is dead wrong right away from the the hunch, the get-go. That's even more reason to look into it more, just to consider it. You know, there might be overall, you might be like, no way, dude, she's messing that up big time with her kids. And that's okay. You know, we're all just kind of trying this stuff out. But there could be something within your disagreeing with my overall approach. There could be something in there that you value. Try to pull out a nugget or two. Practice living in the tension of disagreeing with someone yet still valuing their perspective. That is a practice that we have to do to learn. And that is something that's so valuable. I can listen to someone talk that I totally disagree with and I can find something out of what they said that I makes me appreciate where they're coming from or something that I've learned that I didn't know before I listened. So if you think I'm crazy, that's okay. Challenge yourself to listen and learn something anyway. And I appreciate you being here. And I will look forward to being with y'all again next week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Relationships Unraveled podcast. If you love the episode, please share it on social media and be sure to tag me. Find me at Miranda Kirk and let's continue the conversation. I hope you'll tune in again next week.